Your I want to be in the room where it happens, Stop. a room where it happens. Do you need a Coke break? I... <laughs> You're so mean to me. Oh. Hello. Hi. You did not. Do the boost cast and i say you specifically and single you out because i was ready to do one this past weekend and you didn't want to yeah i didn't want to so <laughs> how many weeks are we gonna be like oh we're gonna do it and then not do it i just wasn't in the mood to drink at that moment yeah it's true maybe this weekend maybe maybe and if we don't do it this weekend we'll still donate and just call it a day <laughs> yeah we'll just donate a flat <laughs> $100 and then... No need to make it all detailed, like our taxes. <laughs> Which we need to do. Yeah. File your taxes, people. Um, How's your week been? Dude, I'm actually stressed the fuck out, man. I am $20 away from quota. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have anything in my pipeline to... For... I mean, it's a, I, all I need is a quick hit, but... But you also need to grow your pipeline to... Uh... Yeah, I want, I want to keep all my juicy shit for next month. Mm-hmm. I had some shit ready to go this week. And they call, they emailed me saying like, oh, we're going to, you know, because we're Americans, we're going to go travel. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to be out of the it's country. Like, um, Sir, we're in a panoramic. We're, like... <laughs> we're in a panzerati. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we in a... <laughs> Oh, those memes suck. Um, <laughs> I'm so drained. Uh, yeah. You can probably hear it from my voice. I'm just so tired and so exhausted from life, from work, from wedding planning. <laughs> and we're not even doing much of that. It's just the constant like thing in our heads. Yeah. And for the last month, I've noticed we've I, we have just not been amped to do these, like to record these episodes. Yeah, you can probably hear that in our tones yeah. and voice. For the last month. It was like the first one, we were like already not amped to do it. And then we missed a week. And then the last two, this one included. Yeah. Kind of lame. Yeah. Do you feel like we should stop doing them? We're already doing it. And we're like getting in a rhythm. It's like working out. <laughs> but we're not. You just got to force <laughs> ourselves to do it for one hour Every seven days. But do you feel like it serves the purpose of what it originally did um, back when we started it, which was recording well, that's our... that's the thing, right? We started it back in July because we were like, wow, we've we've uh, we've had enough of quarantine, yeah, for mm-hmm. us to have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we've been up to. This is how we've been... We've strengthened our relationship. These are tough parts of our relationship due to the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but now we're coming up on 40 episodes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're like a quarter away from from the year of doing this. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Um, and I think that's what we're coming to the point of like, not necessarily exhaustion, but like the gas has kind of just like eased yeah. up, you know? Because we... Cause I you're right the gas is eased up because we don't know how much more we we can say the same shit yeah and but also uh 
realizing that we're we still have a long way to go in the pandemic because we're in lockdown number three mm-hmm. which to us we've just been in one long lockdown the entire time we haven't really like gone out we 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 went to a restaurant maybe once in the time that it was open mm-hmm. um did we even yeah there was that time we we met with uh Oh, but we Carter. were still, like, back in the condo. Yeah. That was when it was, like, very early on and, like, it was patio season. But we haven't gone that since... That was in the spring. Of last year. Of last year, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, you're right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and so we've we've been in lockdown one the entire time. I don't know what the fuck everybody else has been doing. You know, calling well, like, this third lockdown. Like, I think it's, you know, it's in people's best interest to still kind of mentally stay sane by seeing people that they need to see yeah but safely um i i think with like i guess these new variants have obviously like expedited like the transmission of, oh but we've of talked about this it was like there should be no fucking reason why we have these extra variants but yes and no because even though if it didn't travel to us, let, let's say, like, we just canceled air, f- like, or travel period, right? Yeah. So that it can't come in. Isn't a part of a variant just a mutation of the original? So isn't it bound to kind of still happen? Well, yes, anyways? that's how, that's how um, divergent evolution works. Right. But that we have a, the strain that's been identified. As somewhere else, uh, yes. As Brazilian or Indian <laughs> or whatever it is. You know, what the fuck, man? Ugh. I feel we're just going to be candid and honest. Um, I feel worse off now than last year. Yeah, straight up. And what I mean by that is because we're technically in a worse off scenario than we were last year with the coronavirus. Um, Coronavirus! Remember when it was a meme? Yes, when it was a meme. Jesus Christ. But now... We also carry a full year's worth of this feeling, you know, mm-hmm. whereas like last year, you still kind of have that optimism, especially for 2021 being a better year. But now we're a quarter with, of the way through, more than a quarter of the way through now. Yeah. And it's exhausting. <laughs> um, it seems like there's no end in sight and... We have completely incapable people making decisions on behalf of us. That's another story. It's like, honestly, nothing will surprise me if it turned out that Doug Ford told his buddies at Rogers to, like, cut off service for everybody. Just to, like, force people to come stay inside or something like that. I saw something today where it was just like, Doug Ford had to make it snow for people to stay inside. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, he didn't want to outwardly tell people, hey, stay inside, like, close things, because all of his business owner buddies are would have been mad at him, so he's just like, okay, Rogers. But, like, Rogers also wouldn't do that because, you know, now they're going to be, uh, you know, na- it was a nationwide outage, and uh, and Rogers announced that they're going to actually um, um, not credit us for the day. Yeah. For the full, it was like a full 24 hours that that shit was not working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I didn't really notice it until I went on to Twitter 
um, and saw that like it was down um, because I'm only on Wi-Fi. Yeah, um, same. And I didn't make any personal calls that day, so there was nothing for me to actually. Um, well, you do have Wi-Fi it. calling on your phone, by the way. So, isn't that only through other uh, uh, Apple people, or can you call Android people? No, you you can call like Rogers will allow it so that you can your phone calls go through um the uh internet. the cable inter oh. yeah cable internet or whatever interesting didn't know that but yeah I didn't really notice it but apparently it was a big deal because it was going on all day and um it sucks because people are already you know like at home and all they want to do is just kind of talk and text to keep them sane and that yeah. wasn't even allowed <laughs> so yeah um i don't know yeah i'm just feeling a little bleh because that's how i'm feeling <laughs> yeah i'm not great at expressing myself if you hadn't noticed so prepare for that's our literally the, the <laughs> that's literally the best way to describe how you're feeling is making a, a fucking noise that's and so it's like in disgust but also you're not you don't have as much like it's a lethargic um yes. disgust yeah you don't want to put any energy behind it no. i have no energy yeah i've been i'm trying to motivate myself we have clear goals that's what i'm i, I think about every time i try to you know uh try to make money at work mm -hmm. but i'm just so drained <laughs> yeah it's like we're in some ways we're we're completely okay with living in my parents basement right now <laughs> you know what i mean absolutely but at the same time it's like the i was talking to someone about this about how like the opportunity of us having the chance to not be here is also slowly being taken away from us oh 100 right so it's like well systematically and like that's what i mean right <laughs> it's, it's the opportunity not necessarily saying that like we had the thing but the opportunity is now just being taken away um and yeah just sucks <laughs> this sucks um this is like a debbie downer episode i don't know why but are there at least any good questions um i was gonna save them for the boost cast uh so we'll save them for the boost cast okay fair fair, um, fair. but i don't know um do you want to do oh, i was gonna do a tiktok with you about oh, why? the wedding the wedding planning oh thing. that thing okay i thought that would be funny but we don't have to do it we can do it right now um no it's okay um so george floyd's case oh yes um a lot of good news lately um yeah. was that you know obviously Derek chauvin has been uh found uh guilty, guilty uh, on all three counts can you explain it to me how how that worked because he was charged with second third and manslaughter right yeah if he got charged with second and third what would the point of manslaughter being there for because second and third means that there was some kind of intent behind right whereas manslaughter was like no intent but it happened so how how would how how did those um charges actually get done or um not done how did he how did they uh what's the word could get convicted i'm trying to look at think a little like the legal jargon here yeah i don't i don't 
I don't actually know. Okay. Because, like, I I know he couldn't have been found guilty for first degree. That's that's if there's if it's been premeditated, right? Right. Yep. But he definitely, um, you know, made steps to an exerted force that was beyond um, that was like beyond necessary for the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I guess he he was like he, I don't know, man, because manslaughter to me is like he didn't mean to kill somebody. That's what I mean. But then second so... degree also meant that he. Like one, it wasn't premeditated. <laughs> yeah, but there was like so that's what I mean. Like I can understand him uh, being charged with second and third because absolutely, yeah. right. But why or how does the manslaughter charge stick? Well, let's let's go through this. I'm I'm reading a USA Today article. Okay. About breaking down the three charges. Okay. So he was guilty for second degree murder. Second-degree murder is causing the death of a human being without intent to cause that death while committing or attempting to commit another felony. In this case, the felony was third-degree assault. Chauvin Uh, was charged with committing or intentionally aiding in the commission of of this crime. So he was... His third-degree charge was assaulting him, and his second-degree charge was... um, uh, was that it led to his death? Like, yeah, committing that third degree that led to his death. So, 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 does that have like an intent of killing or no? Because it kind of sounded like it didn't have an intent of killing. Or is it kind of like a knowledge of where it would lead? Well, to? it seems like to convict on that count, mm-hmm. the judge told jurors that they must find that um, Chauvin had to uh, or intended to commit an assault that could cause bodily harm or intentionally aiding in committing such an assault. So, yes. So, um, for the third. I understand that one. That's, yeah. no, this is second. That's remember, a second? I'm second. I'm still on second degree oh. murder charge. Yeah. Like, let's stick to uh, to one at a time. Just but the so second we don't one get... talks about the third, no? Babe, let's just stick to this paragraph right okay. here. Second okay. degree murder charge. It's, like, big and bolded, and yep. it's a chapter of this story. Okay. Right? Um, and it nowhere doesn't mention... Oh, it's a third degree assault. The th- Sorry. Yeah, third so degree not assault. A third degree murder charge. I was confused. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck That's is what I'm third asking. degree That's murder? I was super confused. Okay, but anyways, go on. Okay, so the third degree murder charge. Okay, this is the actual. Yeah, okay. third degree murder is unintentionally causing someone's death by committing an act that is eminently dangerous to other persons, while exhibiting a depraved mind with reckless disregard for human life. Okay. So Chauvin was accused of committing or intentionally aiding in the commission of this crime under minnesota law an act that is eminently dangerous is one that quote is highly likely to cause death which is what the judge told jurors the defendant's act may not have been specifically intended to cause death and it may not have been specifically directed at the person whose death occurred but it must have been committed with a conscious indifference to the loss of life Right. Yep. So I guess they have to. Um... Oh, here we go. Uh, the judge ruled last fall that this charge did not fit the Chauvin case because the statute required a showing of danger to other persons. However, a Minnesota appeals court in February upheld the third degree murder conviction of 
of uh, former Minneapolis Minneapolis police officer Mohammed Noor, who fatally shot Justine Ruschuk, Damond in 2017. Noor's actions were focused solely on Damond. I guess so. They they used some kind of precedent from another case. Yeah. During jury selection in the Chauvin trial, the appeals court ruled that. Cahill should not have dismissed this charge. He subsequently reinstated the allegation. The Minnesota Supreme Court is scheduled to hear an appeal of the Nor decision in June. Hmm. That really... I feel like that didn't tell me much. Committing an act that is eminently dangerous to other persons while exhibiting a depraved mind. Right, so he's like doing this... Yeah. And he doesn't care whether Buddy died. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, now, he knows that it's going to co- it could possibly lead to his death, but he doesn't, like, give two fucks. Right. Which is obviously what happened. Um, now, um, second degree manslaughter charge. Second degree manslaughter is culpable negligence where a person creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes the chance of causing death or great bodily harm to someone else. Mm-hmm. Chauvin was charged with committing or intentionally aiding in the commission of this crime. Couple quotes uh, by the judge, Cahill. Quote, culpable negligence is intentional conduct that the defendant may not have intended to be harmful, but that an ordinary and reasonably prudent person would recognize as having a strong probability of causing injury to others. In summing up his legal instructions on the charges, Cahill told the jury, there is no crime if a line of duty officer uses reasonable force to make a lawful arrest. He instructed the jurors to consider the, quote, totality of the facts and circumstances in deciding whether Chauvin's actions had been reasonable. So they were just basically determining whether that knee on his neck was reasonable. And I feel like this is the most clear-cut. Yeah, because it's like, if you need to detain him, fine. But he he stood on his neck for, what was it, seven minutes? Turned out to be nine minutes. Nine minutes. Yeah. Okay. So there, therefore, it makes it unreasonable. Because you had already yeah. handcuffed him. So what would be your problem? Yeah. Yeah. Like, end of story. <laughs> like, that Dude, was it. It yeah. blows my mind, too, because actually was, what was it? Uh, uh, Tapper from CNN, he tweeted, he, re- he tweeted again the uh, official statement from the Minneapolis uh, Police Department of the event. Like, the first public uh, official statement on that, uh, on George Floyd's story. murder. Yeah. Was that um, George Floyd? Uh, there was like, oh, there was an incident with a police officer uh, that resulted in, uh, or uh, wherein uh, the the victim uh, had to be uh, arrested and died a short time later in hospital, or something like that. Like they like they tried to cover it up, right? 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 right. They tried to be like try to sweep this under the rug, but people were recording people were seeing what was happening and he like clearly died there well i mean if he wasn't you know um pinned down for nine minutes then there's a possibility that he could have lived um but that wasn't given to him so so yeah i think it's uh you know right verdict it was a murder um and I'm I'm glad it's he, he did get convicted and he's in an orange jump sh- jumpsuit right yeah. now. So um, um huge props to Darnella Fraser, the the teen who 
who recorded. recorded. Yeah. Oh, okay. How old know, was she? My mom was asking me how old she was. Was um, she 15? I don't know. I, I also, like, I don't know if she's that young that oh. they can just say her name like that. Like, she must be an adult, right? Oh, who was 17 at the 17. time. 17, okay. Wow, good for her. Now, um, that must have been really hard, right, to record that long with the police who love to do everything in their power to make sure that doesn't happen, like, yeah. her recording. Um, well, and to record could've... an event like that, like somebody losing their life. Um, but it was important to do, clearly. Not that, um, but it's also like she may have been putting herself at risk. Oh, 100%. Right? That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and that was probably the smoking gun. Like that was clearly the only smoking gun because the, the cynicist yeah. in me uh, believes that if it wasn't recorded at all, um, we'd have another officer with reasonable doubt to get off scot-free for this sort of or thing or may have been like a mistrial and it would have just been dragging on and right like, and um, putting the family through worse, worse. and worse yep. shout out to ben crump ben crump he, he's uh he spoke at my at my company's um uh conference yeah. which is awesome he represents damn near every family of every uh black victim of police brutality mm. pro um, bono too right pro bono yep yeah um awesome guy um you know one of the one of the faces of this this uh new kind of civil rights kind of movement mm-hmm. it, it was i don't want i actually do want to i don't want to say movement because it's not something that's happening now it's you know it's been happening yep continues to happen um and Clearly not done. Like, this stuff that happened, like, Chauvin's uh, verdict, that's just him facing consequences. I said yeah. it before. It's really just um, his consequences of, of doing his job poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally hours after that, you know, we have Makia Bryant that was shot by, by the cops. Now, it turns out, I watched the video, it turns out she was, like, in the middle of stabbing somebody. Yeah, that's what my mom ended yeah. up telling me. So she wasn't the one that called the cops to come, right? That's what her mom said. Okay. But her... I, look, I don't want to speculate. We'll wait for more information to come up. But I also believe that, like, there are... Like, I don't know, man. There, This cop, the picture of the cop, he looks like he's a young guy. He definitely fucked up. Uh, I feel like cops should know how to de-escalate situations. That's what my mom was saying. She was he, saying how, He was like, there well before yeah. the stabbing. Oh. Right? Well, she was saying how, like, she was very close to the other... Because I said, like, could they not, like, tackle her, like, very quickly? But the one said that she... Yeah, or whatever. She like, was, so she was very close to the the other girl that she was trying to stab or whatever. Um, I haven't seen this video, mind you. But, yeah, couldn't have they, like, tased her or, like, shot her in the leg yeah. or somewhere? Or shot her in, like, the arm to, like move right. the knife you know what i mean and uh, with all that being considered right. not not talk down yeah do people like and the, and, and this is where people say you need to defund the police yeah. and when they say defund the police they don't mean like obviously yeah on the the spectrum some people want the, to abolish the police but to defund them is to mean to put those resources to play uh to um uh, places like mental health organizations and stuff, or training the policemen yeah. to understand mental health and de-escalation. Because that's the thing. It's like, you know, what they've done with their money is just hire the biggest gang in the world. You know, like that's yeah. all they wanted. I, I it sucks because then, especially you know, with prisons being privatized in the U.S. I think about 
how like you have actual like mass murderers that get like they get treated with with gloves like kid gloves on right and silver platter like they're like oh like you know he's going through something oh here son you need you want to go to burger king before we we take you into the big house like yeah you know whereas like you have a 15 year old girl that was like they're like well she's an animal put her Mm -hmm. down like they shot her like some like some like I hate to make this comparison, but some like zoo animal that's ha- freaking out, you know, that like no, uh, no nuance, no like, no alternative methods. Like guns shouldn't be your first. And then and then the the protests earlier, right? Forgot uh, Buddy's name. Ah, uh, man, this pisses this is pissing me off. He died a few days ago. Uh, but he, you know, where where a twenty six year veteran of the police force mistook mm. her uh, gun for a taser. Oh, that one, yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then there's like TikToks. You're seeing how many how many police officers, one of the good ones, quote unquote, yeah. uh, that are like, this is how hard it is to mistake your gun f- for a taser. Yeah. Like their opposite sides are different weights. You know. Um, so if you're one of the good ones, then it's like, then you need to recognize that there is a problem in yeah, your system. That's and, an exception to the rule. It's right, not like exactly. A, um, and God, it's just, um, you're right. Like, and and cops, they're, they're, they'd love to, to make you give them a reason th- that you're resisting arrest or not following orders. Cause I, and then, you know, I saw on Twitter, a guy was posting, he's like, holy fuck, man, I forgot that I was black and I should have just stayed home because hit, him and his buddy were just riding bikes and cops, like, pulled him over in the dark in the rain mm-hmm. from, like, 50 f- meters away going, like, hey, you match a description of somebody, you know, somebody robbing, like, a convenience store or whatever, so we're gonna question you and everything. He's like, fuck, man, I should have stayed home, but then you realize black people staying home end up getting killed, too. Yeah. Right? Verona Taylor... No one, she, she hasn't, she's sleeping. not getting her justice. She was sleeping. And, she was sleeping. And the cops that shot at her, they got charged for the shots that missed, right? They got charged for the shots that hit a nearby building. And they're like, you, 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 you caused damage. Made damage. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. It, does it suck? Yeah. To be a person of color, um, in the United States and here, but. And I think that's where, um, we're just going to switch back and forth here. Yeah. Um, when Doug Ford said that he wanted to um give cops yeah. here authority to kind of stop you and ask you where you're going and where you live so essentially just adding more policing yeah. to an already messed up situation and mishandling of um like yeah. the stay-at-home order right? we're, we're a police state now and, and it, you see like the Pol- peel regional police york regional police metropolitan police they're all like yeah, we're not gonna. Fucking yeah, win they this were up. like they nope the fuck out. But but I also don't trust the fucking that's what cop. I'm saying. I was gonna say I was like, <laughs> you can say that. Yeah. But y- you know, come but your- that's because white people were worried. You know what I mean? What do you mean? White people were worried about cops going like, oh, so they can just pull us over on the road for no reason. They, I mean, they can say that, but they won't be the ones being pulled over. That's what that's I mean. What- so that's why I the mean, cops say that, but yeah. they're still gonna pull us over. You know. Like, I mean, they can say that all they want. So then it's like, do I get to argue when they do pull you over or stop you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how They'll does pull that me work? over in, in Cherry. That's a fact. <laughs> I know that will happen. 
They're going to see some riced I out mean, car. Be like, this guy's probably carrying next drugs. Next week is month end, so don't be going out. They yeah. need to hit quota. <laughs> oh, you best believe I'm driving the fucking Accord <laughs> like an old person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's one thing to, to say it and one thing to actually do it. So I'm sure they'll be... But but that's not to be mistaken with people who are actually being annoyances um, and causing trouble. Yeah. Um, that's a totally different story. But yeah, like I think it's one of those things where... Uh, it's a broken system cops the yeah. police um we're nowhere near perfect here in canada but we're nowhere we're also not to the extent of of in the states mm-hmm. um racism i think uh is still uh, still an issue here i think um it, it's obviously done in a different way but it's it's still very alive here um and yeah, like, I think it's so sad because it's, like, as soon as uh, George Floyd's family kind of got, I don't want to call it a win or I don't want to call it a justice because it shouldn't have been the case, yeah. you know? He should have been, like, essentially yeah. homeschooling his little girl Yeah, is what he should have been doing right now. But that is not the case, so... Uh, the verdict for his family. Isn't it crazy yeah. how sh- shocked we were that, that like, he actually got found guilty on all charges? That, well, it should be I mean. that way, right? Well, one, uh, I was I was surprised because I was so already, um, like, we just know how the justice system, yeah. justice system works. So I was already prepared for it to not. I was prepared for it to drag on for days, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they came back pretty quickly with the verdict meant that they were pretty unanimous in what they stood for. Good what it meant was which charges would he be found guilty on. And I was very surprised that it was all. All three, yeah. All three because, one, I didn't understand the extent of all three, so... I wonder, do all three carry life sentences? Like, one of any of the three? No, isn't the... Aren't those um, sentences done in another trial? Like, the judge will announce those later? Or is it already done? No, yeah, it's going to be in, like, eight weeks or something like that, the sentencing. But I, uh, like... No, I imagine... Individually, do they carry 25... Uh, that's upon the discretion of, I guess, either the judge or the law, but, like... But normally. But normally, again, I think it depends on the actual charge. Like, they can, they can decide on, like, up to the degree. Like, it could be up to 25 years, right? And they have to determine, based on what he did, how many years he should get for that. Um, whether they're done... I know that, but, like, when they say, oh, this penalty carries a maximum sentence of, I want to know if that's life or not. Or if it's like, you know, uh, assault, the, the assault charge carries yeah. a maximum, you know, three years. <laughs> well, I mean, here life is only 25 years, right? Yeah. So it could, I don't know. Again, yeah. states is a bit different. Their laws are a bit different. They also have privatized um, prisons. So And attitudes. Yeah, attitudes different. towards, every, like, God, man, I don't know why I do this. I like, I like get off on, on feeling shit like shit. But I was like <laughs> reading comments of mostly of these uh tweets that are saying breaking news Derek Chauvin you know uh guilty on all three counts and there are so many people saying well now like now there's going to be people that don't want to be cops then yeah it's like what does that tell you if you're if your first thought is I don't want to be a cop because I can't murder innocent people what the fuck yeah (laughs) Jesus Christ like I don't know but uh, again, sorry, what I meant to say was, like, 
just as like uh, his family got the news, um, whether that's good or bad. I mean, obviously it's good given the outcome. Um, yeah. We also got bad news of that 16-year-old being yeah. shot and killed. I mean, again, we still don't know the whole story surrounding like what happened, what went down. But, but normally... When you just hear yeah. that a cop shot... Disregard that she's black and a girl, a child was was yeah. killed by the hands of a cop. Um, Ideally, cops shouldn't kill people. No. And I think there are countries, I think Iceland being one of them, where the mm-hmm. majority of the time the cops don't even have guns. Mm-hmm. Um, because the way that the country runs is that the cops aren't there to, you know be a source of like um i don't want to say what's the word um like control or something to fear right it's something to it's a place where you honestly you're supposed to revere cops they're supposed to be some kind of guiding light morally speaking they're supposed to be these like leaders in the community that enforce laws um you know the worst part about being a cop or our attitudes towards cops should be that we don't like the laws. Yeah. That's what it is. But some of the laws they're enforcing are, are uh, they're enforcing laws in the wrong ways. Yep. That's what that's my problem. Mm-hmm. We should like we should have a problem with the laws and not the police officers. And police officers at worst are supposed to we we're supposed to think of them as oh they're just doing their jobs whether we like what their job is or not right Mm -hmm. but they're not doing their jobs they're they're killing people and it's it's, uh it's really pissing me off yeah and the way they they they're just power tripping mad people who weren't gonna amount to anything otherwise this is just like this fallback career you know what i mean like they're all like poor like they like fail every fucking like personality test if you can fail a personality test you know what i mean and like they're just power tripping. I'm I, sorry. I'm thinking about that guy getting pulled over on his bike. That video, and they they were telling him to uh, to put his hands up, mm-hmm. but also give ID. And then they're like, uh, Don't you know, talk back hands down, yeah. hands behind your head, uh, and and face the ground, but also crawl towards the cops. <laughs> it's like they're they're setting people up for failure. And I think back. Sorry to jump around, but I think back to another video I watched a few years ago. This time the victim was white. But it was a guy in Vegas mm-hmm. or Arizona or something. And uh, and he was told to put his hands behind his head. Mm-hmm. And, like, listen to the cop. Put his hands behind his head. That's it. And then face the ground. Right? So the cops can approach him safely. I guess that's their um, intent. But then another cop was like, uh, crawl towards us. Because the cop didn't want to go towards them. Yeah. I don't know why. But that's two different cops yeah. miscommunicating. And so this guy, hand behind his uh, his head, yeah. face down, trying to crawl. He's actually trying to do it. He's trying yeah. to crawl. He's like, I don't know what to do. I can't crawl, man. And as he's crawling, his like shorts are, are under his knees as right. he's crawling. So, he, so as he's crawling, his, his pants, pants come down. Yeah. So he wants to reach behind and pull his pants up. But they think he's reaching for a gun. Fucking 16 shots to this guy. He was reaching for his pants and they search him later. He has no gun. He has nothing. Like, okay. But then it's also like, why are fuck. you firing 16 shots? They're like, oh my God, oh my God. They freak out. 
Okay, like excessive force. And that, yes, but also out, they freak out. Yeah, because they're then this is fucking where, useless. This is where it goes hand in hand. Why are you a cop? Why are you a Why cop? are you authorized a to carry a gun? You're not brave? What the fuck is that? Every little thing. Ah, kill it, kill it! Spider! Ah, kill it, kill it! Yeah. You know? Sorry, that, was, that hit home to you. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a different story. Like, you know. But, they, but they're doing it with fucking, like, hand cannons. You know? To people. Yeah. And that's where it sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> I can't believe my rage carried us 35 minutes into this podcast. Well, I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, um, George Floyd, other than COVID, was the face of 2020, right? Yeah. Um, so for it to be a full <laughs> Next year. to the, that, like, mock artist rendering of a virus, you know, with the red, with the little spikes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the, <laughs> Next to the, that the germ is molecule George thing. Floyd's yeah. face. And it's, yeah. it's sad because it's like, that's not what you want it to be. Oh, yeah. Should we go into how Nancy Pelosi, like what she said? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you told me wow. about it. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm kind of just like off the internet. Nancy, yeah. Um, in case you guys, uh, in case your Twitter timelines are not as juicy as mine. Uh, <laughs> no one's is. No one's is. Jesus Christ. This guy, uh, this guy tweeted, Nancy Pelosi just thanked George Floyd for getting murdered. Uh, and then when you click into it, you really... You, the video's worse. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Nancy Pelosi's like, thank... You. This was after the, the verdict has been read. And, you know, it's the typical politician thing where, like, justice has been served. Like, kind of out of touch. But, like, they 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 mean well, but they're out of touch when they say yeah. this. Yeah. Justice has been served. Anyway, Nancy Pelosi, with her dying woman's voice, is like, uh, thank you to George Floyd sacrificing your life for this cause. He didn't fucking ask for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wonder if I should just play the video. I think I sent it to you. My no, phone's over there. No, I don't have to play it. But, um, but, but the fact well. that, like, yeah, that she had said that, um, you know, she basically said that, like, I don't, I don't even want to. Dude, yeah, so so this. <laughs> because you're, you're, like, thanking him for dying so that, like, this could, this could happen. Thank you to six million Jews for being victims of genocide. It's like, who wrote this speech for you? <laughs> that, that's I mean, the thing. She tr- Truly no one wrote it because I felt no like it came it. out of her and mind. And if that came from your unfiltered. heart, then I don't know where your heart is. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. not that I don't know where your heart is. That's where I think privilege, um, and particularly white privilege, comes into play. Yeah. Because that's something that you wouldn't even think about. Like... Like, believe me, uh, I, George I, I Floyd's no life it will it. not be in vain, right? No. Uh, this, these, where he's become this sort of beacon of, uh, of, n- not really finally, but like, you know, every like more and more people are are rallying around uh, uh, black people's disenfranchisement and yeah. and pol- victims of pol- police brutality. Honestly, if if I had to pick a, a face of this current movement, it, it would be, um, uh, fuck, I forgot his name, dude, my brain hurts right now, but, uh, football player, kneeling. Uh, Kaepernick? Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. You knew that no one was fucking listening to him. He's like, I'm kneeling because I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to. And he was doing this a year before everything had, had went down. 
Right. It's been many years. Has it been many years? Many years, oh, I yeah. It was just eight years. He hasn't been playing football for like at least five, six years now. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, um, you know, he was just like, oh, you know, uh, he's not disrespecting like the navy or, or or the army or anything. He's just saying like, uh, why should I respect uh, a flag of a country that's typically treated people that look like me uh, like shit? One hundred percent, and it only right. got worse. And they're like, oh, my brother's in the army. Fucking my brother died in Iraq. It's like, and who then cares? we can we can just go on. About how the NHL right. continues to be a disappointment. About yeah, <laughs> but my point is, is that Colin Kaepernick, that was his his uh, move, is to silently kneel. He's and not was... he's not holding his middle finger out to everybody in the stands. Yeah. Yep. Although that's how they treat they they thought it was because oh my god he treat because because that's what he, what they think is that if he's disrespecting the flag and the flag is for white people their identity, you know he's like oh he's attacking me. You know, a flag the, is not your identity. Yeah, like, your uniform is not your identity. You should so, right, like ideally you're all on the same team here. Yes. Right. You're all Americans. Right. Yes. Um, and and my point with Nancy Pelosi is that she said that like George Floyd was making uh, a sacrifice and um, his, it's surely, almost like she called him like a sacrificial lamb. Like he's like a martyr. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When truly, I think that a lot of these victims a lot of these names that we we keep saying over and over again it's not because they were leaders and it's not because they represented the best in you know this community it was just that they're regular people and they probably would have hoped to just be or live like a normal person that they didn't want to be a, a sacrificial lamb or a martyr or no of course a, you know, i don't sacrifice. think anybody would have wanted to yeah um they had the unfortunate um, the unfortunate thing, like yeah. cho- not like Dave a, Chappelle just said, you know, because because then you're a lot of the new, uh, a lot of uh, media would would not some like Fox would be like, here's why George Floyd deserved to die, yes, and then proceed yeah. to list all the bad things about George's life that shouldn't have determined whether he deserved to die or not, right? And there are some people that are just bringing up his past, like he sure certainly was no angel. Well, yeah. But he's just the latest. He's the guy. Yeah. Dave Chappelle said it, it, black people didn't choose him. Derek Chauvin chose him. Yes. You know, and, and because he died, now he's the guy. It's not like uh, Martin because Luther. Yeah. It wasn't like Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or or, um, or anybody else that stood there in, the, in that um, mm-hmm. previous civil rights movement where they chose themselves that they were going to die for what they believed in if, if yeah they just want to live he was just a, a man on a weekday that just yeah that got yeah. chosen by this cop and if it wasn't him it was going to be another person and unfortunately that other person was breonna taylor yeah like it, the list just continues on right so and just regular people that hope to live and sleep comfortably in their beds even um yeah yeah um yeah i mean uh, I'm glad that the cop got convicted. Uh, I don't know where this leads for the other three cops that were there. Um, do they count as accomplices? Especially that fucking Asian guy. I was going to say he kind of pisses me off, pisses too. Pisses me off. Because... Like a Walmart version of Wong from, from Marvel <laughs> movies. Yeah. Standing there, you know, hand on his hip. He Looked was like just he was like about look, to scratch his the side of his torso. He he just he was just looking like he just looked dumb. Yeah. And uh, hey, uh, shouts out to Derek Chauvin's uh, ex-wife, 
who filed for divorce days before he got arrested. I don't know what she was doing with him for many years. Probably was... I don't know, man. <laughs> Worst case scenario, this Chauvin guy was, like, the nicest dude, and a, a switch just went off. He's like, I'm gonna kill some people. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, but but she was loud, you told me. I searched uh, him up on Wikipedia. Yeah, she was loud, dude. Yeah. And she was, like, she ran for Miss Minnesota. Oh, really? <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. I have no idea. A loud woman married to that guy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't tell you that. It was my mom or someone. Yeah, your mom. Yeah, so. Yikes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just a uh, very beautiful South or Southeast or East Asian woman uh, with a mediocre white man. Yep. That's, 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 the... that's all the things. If um, Maha's listening, that's hilarious. <laughs> if Maha was listening to oh. this, she'd, she'd get it. She'd get the reference. Um, story time? Yeah, save us, please. Okay. Uh, let me pick one, because I have a couple that are both pretty sh- shite. I will um, say, I'm glad that we did record, because this was in some ways cathartic. Yeah. To just get this out. And kind of just talk about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like these... It's kind of obvious that they're, like, not the assholes, but here we go. Am I the asshole for revealing our net worth when my wife constantly says we are broke and making me look bad with money? So, it's us. (laughs) But the opposite. But the opposite, yeah. I, 31 male, have been with my wife, 30 female, for 10 years now, and she has had this habit of making me look bad with our finances. Whenever anything regarding spending money comes up, she always has to say how broke we are, and she doesn't have the money to do this or to buy that. The thing is, we're doing well financially. We have decent jobs, and combined salary is roughly 125k a year. Um, as of today, our net worth is more than one million, um, but less than two. I have had saved and invested a lot before getting married, so it, I gave us a good head start. Um, I control our fan- finances and take the lead when, uh, but we both agreed to live a very modest life. We both have our cars from college, for example, uh, Honda and Toyota, and she knows everything about our finances uh, because at least once a month I go over it with her every time I deposit money in our investment accounts or our kids' college funds. For banking, we have an emergency fund and I budget everything that goes straight into our investments. We basically stay right at about uh, 10k in our bank's savings account and 500 in our checkings account after bills. Edit most of the time there is more than 500 in our checkings but once I pay off our credit card every month um, I then move anything extra. I will always use the credit card so it's not like we have $500 to spend. Our credit card limit is 25k. A few months ago we had dinner with her friends and they talked about buying a new car. My wife said that something like I wish I could get a new car but I'm always broke after paying bills. We still have our college cars. Edit. Wife does not want a new car. She will go on to talk about how she's had money uh what she would buy or she she goes on she will go Slow on down, yeah. Man. She will go on to talk about if she had money, what she would buy, and it always makes me feel ashamed. This I'm broke story has been happening for years. Uh, When we were driving home, I asked her about it. She understood we have money, but it's how she feels because her bank account is always low. I said I can increase our budget or keep more money in our bank if she wants, since we are doing well and I'm happy with spending more. She said no and again was happy with our finances. I explained that when we were broke, it makes me 
when she says we were broke, it makes me look back at it and I feel ashamed. As I hate the way he wrote this. It's as though I can't provide for my family or I'm bad with my money. She doesn't see it the way that uh, the way that I see it. The same conversation comes up numerous times about us being broke. Recently, I reminded her uh, numerous times it takes uh, it makes me feel and look bad in front of friends and family. I told her that if she keeps saying stuff like this, I reveal that we are doing well with our money. I gave her a few reminders, and I eventually do do this, um, but she kept going with the I'm broke story. After dinner with her sister and parents, uh, the same I'm broke story came up. I piped in and said, it's weird to hear a millionaire say they are broke. My wife says, haha, I'm not though. And I quickly say, we are millionaires and you know that. We have to go over our finances every month. Well, I'm the, uh, I'm, I'm the broke story stopped after that night and the night went on as usual. A little later, the same thing happens with her friends and I use the same line. Now my wife is mad at me for using that line, revealing roughly how much money we have. She said that it seems like I'm gloating. I say it, it's better than making me look like I'm running us into the ground financially. Um, So am I the asshole uh, for revealing our net worth to my wife when she says we are broke? Oh my God, there were so many typos and grammar errors in that. Honestly, Um, not an asshole. He didn't need to reveal his his uh worth yeah much like she doesn't need to reveal that they're broke yeah because he's actually correct but like if she's like why is she telling lies like if she didn't want to gloat then just don't even say they're broke just say yeah that's what i'm saying it's like it's one thing to say you're broke and then it's another to actually, like, be broke, right? Right, yeah. Like, saying, oh, I'm so poor. Like, she's trying to have, like, she's forceful. Like, what's her intention behind forcefully having that narrative out there? Like, hey, right. my husband and I are broke. And she's saying that in front of her. But, like, consistently. Because clearly yeah. it's a constant where he gets super annoyed by it. So it's not like but a one-time not just thing, that, like, right? put into, the, like, in that situation, it's it sounds like his final straw was her saying that to her sister and parents. Imagine, like, you, like, put, think of about us. And imagine you told your mom how broke we are. Yeah. Like, I'm broke right. or whatever. I'm I'm the in-law going like, what the fuck? Yeah. I made you a millionaire, bitch. Yeah, yeah. You married me and I had money before you married me. Yeah. And I'm taking care of us. Yeah. And it's by all accounts, she seems like she's pretty frugal herself. Where yeah. she's like, she doesn't need a new car, but... Like, why, if she just doesn't need a new car mm-hmm. and they're doing very well financially, why even just, why even say that they're broke? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if I had money, I'd do this. Like, what's the, you have that money. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Buy that, Lexus. What? Yeah, exactly. It's like, but it leads me to believe that there's something else bugging her that mm-hmm. they need to obviously talk about. And I think that's where... I guess we'll find out when we are married or whatever. Yeah. That finances are obviously a struggle for people. Not that we don't already have our finances yeah, what is, mixed what is in. She, like, is she, she um, got like insane debt she doesn't want to reveal to him? I It doesn't seem that way because he's right? he's obviously taken care of the bills and he ha- he handles the finances is what he said, right? So, yeah. they, so she knows. Um, it seems like she's playing a game of keeping up with the Joneses of like trying to compare herself to to her friends and family of, of what they're having. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it... But when you have to say it more than once of like, oh, you're broke, you're broke, but you're not actually broke, what is that... Like, who are you saying that for? Yeah. Right? But also like... Like, what's your purpose? But then he was also being like, hey, why are you saying that at all? Yeah. And it makes him and, feel bad. And it makes right? him feel bad. So he voiced it. 
and she continued to and so by the by the time he said that he's rich for the second time she's already like she's already over it yeah like now she's upset yeah that's i don't understand that at all uh so yeah i don't think he's an asshole for saying it like she's Um, she's kind of an asshole I, i i just find it weird to talk like you're broke when you're not yeah no she's she is an asshole because to put her husband in in that light in front of her parents to make him look less than in front of his in-laws that's an asshole move yeah i mean like for an for a lie not like even if it was true i think that would be kind of shitty to do and that's the thing where it's like so if it was true she clearly wouldn't be talking about it like that. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like you would go the opposite way and kind of be like ashamed quotations or whatever. Yeah. Right? And that you wouldn't talk about it. Um, but she, like, I just want to know, like, what's her intent? Or, like, why is she making it so um, apparent and obvious that they're bro quotations? Yeah. Like, she needs to say it all the time. Um, Unless she's trying to make be dramatic and, and be like... Like, once they've saved enough, yeah. that they they start spending and living lavishly. Yeah, yeah. But, meanwhile, moving in silence. I would respect that in a way, but I don't like the way that she's uh, she's making... Like, I'm. this is such a dude thing, but the way that she's making him... Emasculating him in front of her parents. Like I, I know think you feel the that way in-law about, thing, like, man, That just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know, because, That's like, my... Just to me, personally, I, I, know I would that's hate your personal thing. to... Sh- go to your mom and be like i can't take care of your daughter yeah that's fucking embarrassing bro (laughs) well i mean like you know i don't think that's the case but i also don't think it would matter if like if you had to take a step back off work or whatever and then i had to provide i don't think it would be a uh, deciding factor. Well, while I can flag. work, <laughs> I'm. That's why I, I want to make as much money as yeah. I can while I can. Yeah. Um, but also, I could lose legs and still work. I'm fortunate that way. Don't say that. No, I would. But anyways. What do you mean? Don't say that. I don't know. Just don't say. What that. do you? What do you use my? You don't even like feet. What would you use my legs <laughs> Shut for? Shut up. <laughs> so I found this comment um, that actually got a lot of um, awards and stuff. That's and everybody's an asshole. And I'll read it to you. Nice. um, I like these answers. Yeah. So everybody's an asshole. Paychecks, politics, and prayers. The three forbidden dinner conversations. So that's what it is. Uh, Mm. I used to call it like, I used to call it money, um, politics, and... You're right. There's just some things you don't need to talk about. You just don't talk about. Um, It sounds like your wife falls back on the I'm broke line to cover up her insecurities of not keeping up with her social circle. And I get that you're not pleased with her comments, but... Having an argument about your finances in mixed company is just kind of classless. No one needs to know how much money you make or don't make. It's weird that you think her comments make you look bad since you both work and it doesn't seem like it's common knowledge that you manage the finances. I mean, if someone's wife told me we're broke, my first thought is, oh, it must be the husband. He's bad at money. That, I think, is your own insecurity. Now, see, they're missing the fact that they that she said it in front of her parents. That's huge to me. And that that may be a personal thing, right? That's huge. No, that's like you're talking to somebody who who um who walked your wife down the aisle to give to you. Oh. Like cattle. <laughs> it's because you look at it as a way where when we are married, I am I am your responsibility now. 
Yes. Not that like, like when sans when we when we had to give Sansa to your mom because of my allergies. <laughs> I expect your mom to be able to take care of Sansa. And in return, she expects that I have to take care of you. <laughs> but realistically, I think that ship has sailed even way before no, we moved I know. in together. Like she's known me since we were children. This so is where like, this is where I understand. I have a bigger leash with your mom for sure. This commenter is saying where that's like a you insecurity. You are insecure about why people need to know that you're not yeah. poor. Yeah. Why? Who cares? When you when you know that we're not, why does it matter what other people know? Well, no, it's like your mom or your parents. That's the okay. big thing. It's okay. the parents. So you're they, more they concerned have, about family. Yeah, then. because they have an, a vested interest in, in how our relationship succeeds and our family succeeds. Yeah, I guess. Right? Whereas yeah. you're right, like or or this this repliers or this comment is correct where I wouldn't have that same insecurity in front of friends. Yeah. In fact, I think you we, like to we, say we, you're rich and we're not. We're absolutely not. We are like exceedingly middle class. Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon literally says we're rich and we're not. I guys. love just saying that because I love seeing like one of my paychecks coming. I'm like, yo, let's spend this like irrationally. And then, and then it's like, and it's like rents, and then it's like car payment and oh, damn! Yeah. Damn! <laughs> yeah. Damn! <laughs> That's exactly the video I'm talking Damn. about. Damn! Just and it's like $25. Just keep coming. <laughs> no, but I love that video because it, it's so... It's it's a Toronto man, but for some reason everything's oh, off. man, yeah. Like, he's like, rent is it's like, like $500. Nine, $500. And then his, cell phone's 100 His His car is like 450 and his rent is like 500 It just makes yeah, no like, sense. What the fuck? <laughs> and then credit card bills... Or credit card bills, 50 yeah. Like, what the hell was that? But he was still saying damn. And it and he was all doing this on a on a on a bi-monthly budget of like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Which is kind of like, buddy, what are you doing with a four hundred and fifty dollar monthly car? Yeah. yeah. With that shit. Um Damn! Yeah. That you killed me with that because it was just like spot on. <laughs> That's exactly the video I was thinking yeah. of. Um But yeah, no, like I think yeah, I, I agree with this commenter's thing where it's like By the way. What? Isn't it awesome that we live here? Why? At my parents, because we can buy, we can afford two Tesla Model Xs for the rent or for the money we save on rent living here. But we're not. Oh, we're not. I know we're not. We're not. We're dumb. Not. We're not. We're not. I'm just saying, if you ever want to live in two separate Tesla yeah. Model Xs, <laughs> whatever. That's um... funny. Anyway, so someone replies to that comment saying, "I mean, if someone wife's." If someone's wife tells me we're broke, my first thought is, isn't, oh, it must be the husband. He's bad at money. I think it's your own insecurity. Um, the reason OP is taking it that way is because they both know he's the one managing the finances. So when she whines about being poor, it implies that he's not doing a good enough job, even if if it's just between the two of them. I don't think OP has really done anything wrong here. So yeah, that's where you're talking, right? Well, this is but also like, the parents part, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you're, I know that you're like really stick onto that point. Yeah, but that's huge to me. I th- yeah, and that's I think that's a personal thing, right? Yeah. That's a personal thing. But that, I also know that you manage that. our money, and so... Again, if left to my own devices, I would, I would be too happy. <laughs> Without you, I would be very happy with my money. Because you would just have everything you want and nothing else. I know. You would have everything you want and literally just that's not it. get laid. You would you would literally be that guy where it's like your your the money comes out. Oh damn, damn, damn! That's yeah. it. Like you'll just be left with. But hey, no. that's that's uh, that's how my friend um, 
budgets. Yeah, he's like, his belief is that money is not his to keep and save. He uses his money and he doesn't regret a single thing he's spent it on. Like, all the shows, yeah. all the blow, all the fucking concerts, yeah. all the like, the cars. Yeah, but he also has a cushion. Mommy and daddy's money. Yes, yes. <laughs> but... We talked about this. We talked about this. Mommy and daddy's money, but he's never needed to ask them. It's just that he'll never be able to buy a house. Right. Because he... Doesn't he have one? Oh, he does. Sorry. But that's it. Like, he ha- he has a condo in Miami, but that's it. Like, he'll, he'll never he'll never have a legacy, you know? But I think this is where something that I also don't agree with. What? Why do you work so hard and why do you have, you know, um, like, save so much for what? If you don't get to live it. That's true. Right? Right? Because... There's got to be a balance. It shouldn't be... We were talking be... about this. We were like, why are we saving for our 60s? We're not going to have the energy or the or mental capacity. Or not even that. By like, then. even for our children... Because yeah. our children are going to be working for themselves, right? Yeah. Ideally, we'd be, like, long, yes, we'd leave them whatever, like, the house and, like, whatever assets we when have. When we die. Like, when we die. But, yeah. but I think I just want to make enough so our kids can go to school and make sure that they don't have an excuse to fail. That's it. Well, that's, like, the Jackie Chan thing where it's, like, yeah. why do I need to give my money to my son if... if but also, know? he hates his children because yeah. one of them is gay and the other one is a drug addict. Yeah. Well, not even a drug addict, just has touched weed. Weed, and it's, like, And really Chinese bad. people, yeah. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but what I mean, I can see where your friend is coming from where it's, like, you, you work to... You work to live, right? Yeah. And then you spend it because that's how... Like, if you're not enjoying life, then what are you doing? He's enjoying life. Yeah. It's if, if he was doing all of that shit and he couldn't have the life that he'd live, then he'd, he'd be very pissed but off. But it's a balance, right? It's a balance. Because we are very fortunate to have family who help us yeah. and give us the opportunity to, to stay home and save and do that. You know what I mean? Um, so if we can give those opportunities, like we say this as if we're not going to do these for like our future family or whatever, but we know that we are, it's to each his own, right? It's a balance. Um, I don't believe that you need to save everything. Um, Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But finances are, are one of those taboos of like what you don't talk about at a dinner table, which is fair, fine. No, we save it for a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's the truth though. It's like, um, Honestly, like I'm gonna sound like a little a pissy little baby right now, but the sta- the odds are stacked against us, meaning young people. Millennials, um, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> you know how they're like. Uh, I saw the this uh, this tweet. Everything I say, I see, and talk about are just tweets, by the way. Yeah. But this tweet was uh, was two screenshots of articles on like the fucking Toronto Sun or McLean's mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah. The first screenshot is. Um, millennials, uh, millennials not buying houses is ruining the economy. Yeah. And then the next one dated like within a week, it's like millennials buying houses are ruining the economy. So it's like everybody just expects millennials to ruin things. That's just the narrative they want to build. Um, meanwhile, like houses are so expensive, we can't fucking buy them. Yep. We're asking for a higher wage to keep up with inflation. They're not going to let that happen for us. The odds are stacked against us. But I also truly think that um, but we also we got to find a way. But this is the thing where it's like... Draw the fucking hell. We got to find a way to do this. Not just that. Like, 
we come from immigrant families or they've worked they've literally come from nothing yeah to, to something i love telling this story and i'm just gonna talk about your dad because he views it this way right or oh yeah he, he thinks he he's thinks, like well, i did it so yeah. you guys do it here's here's the background my dad came to canada in the 80s with fifty dollars yeah. in in cash in his pocket because that was what his brother sent him yeah my dad's my uncle uh came here first before the family he left the family uh in thailand yeah so he could and he came here them. first yeah. yeah and he worked hard and he sponsored the, his brothers and sisters to come here my dad arrived here in the middle of like december to mm-hmm. february sometime in the winter and it was snowing and it was below freezing and he came here in shorts yeah because at the refugee camps in thailand they would only get one item of clothing a year, mm-hmm. right? And so he arrived here in the winter with shorts on and $50 in cash. Um, and look at us, mortgage-free. Yeah. Ex- exceedingly beautiful life I've got to live. Yeah. So I have no excuse, but that's my dad's thing. He's like, man, you know, we had nothing. Well, it, no, no, but right? he compares, like, um, making, like, three, four bucks to buying a home at the time, yeah. which was like a hundred something thousand. Yeah. And he's like, and that to me was, was, was like impossible, but he did it. Right. Yeah. And I can understand that. Understand it, appreciate it, completely get it. Cause my grandparents did the same thing. Right. Yeah. My grandma started making, I think it was, it was either two seventy five or three twenty five. Yeah. Not That's to what, mention, look, like no, like the, the huge language barrier. Yeah, my grandma no, went to ESL after yeah, she worked. No resume, like, like no, no yeah. skilled trade. Um, so the fact that they did that and they purchased their home, like literal dream, right? Yeah. But what they fail to see is that, yes, we are making triple times of what they're making, but houses and the cost of living are like six times that. Okay. Um, and now, now that they're older and now that minimum wages have gone up, the gap between what they're making now and what we're making is not that big anymore. Yeah. Right? I, I understand the starting was different and drastically different um, from when they started and where we started. But the the gap of like what they're making now and what we're making is not that is not that uh, big. It's yeah. very close. But the cost of living has like is tripled. Yeah. So that's where it's hard for people to understand why um, we can't afford to buy yeah. homes. But I understand their logic of saying, like, I did it, so you should do it. It's, yeah, that's the thing. It's the logic. But it's also my dad living in his own bubble, just, <laughs> like, grinding and working. Yeah, yeah. And he, he didn't have time to soak in what's actually changed, right? Yeah. And so that's his belief. Meanwhile, aforementioned uncle yeah. that, uh, that came and sponsored him, somehow him struggling, like, uh, just as hard as my dad did, mm-hmm. but came here even earlier uh, and worked to sponsor the rest of the family, somehow he understands yeah and he was the one that advised us not to buy because now he's a real estate agent the thing is he was more crafty i mean he left and he came here to canada and he got an education and he's gotten money in ways that i think um benefited him benefited him greater than my dad who has just been traditional like just he got his job and he worked there for like 20 years save your money buy a house save your money buy your house never just buy never truly ask for a raise like my dad just tried to get a raise based on merit you know or Mm -hmm. like my my dad never tried to look around for a better job it was just like that was his first opportunity he just stayed with it yeah he's not as crafty he's not as uh 
looking for ways to thing and maybe we would have been well better off Mm -hmm. um if he did but that's why in his mind he's like he never asked for a a single thing and yet he made it work and now he doesn't have to pay a mortgage and uh and we're at you know um i think we're doing very well in comparison to him even him now no, I don't think so. No, what, what I'm saying, no, <laughs> I'm saying is, uh, I mean, pay, yeah, I handle pay, it, find it. Okay, yeah. Pay. And yet, um, because he doesn't have to pay for a mortgage, he's doing very well. <laughs> well, that's what I mean, though, yeah. right? Because that's the thing. But anyways, again, money is one of those hot topics where yeah. it can either be talked about or not. But I just think it sucks for millennials because, you know, we're in that scenario now. But it's also, like, I, I can only just admire like what our families have have done through their time and years here um but yeah i mean we'll see where where that takes us <laughs> yeah it only i think this is where it makes me feel um less than and i say that because i see how hard they have worked and what they've accomplished and i have to feel like i need to to exceed that because yeah. they have given me everything. That's what I mean. To I have, do it, we have no right? excuse. We have no excuse. Yeah. So that's why. It, but then at the same time, it's like we can't even get that, <laughs> and it, it just. Yeah. It it. Oh my god. Like yeah. I said, it's stacked against us. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, this is a long one, and we didn't even do questions. We just ranted this whole hour. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah. Um. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um. Tell your friends your colleagues your family about our podcast but just don't listen to this past couple of weeks since the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> it's been shit yeah but um we appreciate that like this is going out there and, and if any of this resonates with any of you like we love hearing about that mm-hmm. because we're all kind of going through the same shit yeah um we're gonna try honestly like we're just regurgitating how shitty pandemic is yeah. so what are we going to talk about for the rest of the time? It's just our journey of trying to get out of this. Yep. That's what it is now. No more what have we been doing. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a cool thing. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.